the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to Call now, 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm Dottie Herman, and happy December to everyone. It's, I mean, you can't help, it's contagious. The holidays are here, and although there's a lot of traffic uh, it's booming and it's happy and the stores look beautiful <coughs> and uh, everyone has kind of a holiday spirit. It's a glorious time to be in New York and I'm sure you'll agree the holiday decorations are so great. Uh, Rockville Center, the tree is up. Actually, I took my nieces to go ice skating, which I was a little shocked that really it's $50 a person <laughs> for a child to go ice skating. Merry so I thought, Christmas. Now, like, I could afford to do that. But I, I thought was ice skating like, was free. What I was like, okay, what about a family with two or three kids? It's $50 a, a child. And then if you're, like, even if you're the parent and you don't want to ice skate, you have to pay a spectator's yeah. fee. Get that out. means no. no, no, yes, really? yes, yes. A spectator, and a I lot think of people fall. I'm going to make a movement to make that cheaper because <clears> I think it's it's really like not good that families. Like, I mean, you really have to have like a couple of hundred yeah. dollars to just take your kids ice skating. So, well, I but guess it, renting but it, the ice skates, I guess yeah. you have to rent them. Not a lot of people, a lot of yeah. people don't have them, but. Yeah, you think of it as just a simple, let's go out and ice skate, and it's free, but I guess nothing is free. Yeah, anymore. then we went to the zoo at Central Park. You know, we did all those touristy things, nice, and it's it a nice was zoo. fun. It's a nice it's a nice it is a nice zoo, and yeah. uh, there like are some the nice birds. animals there. And you know, I love the monkeys. They're my favorite. Anyhow. Do they still have the polar bears in Central Park? Uh, well, you they did, them? but they were like, you yeah. know, they were kind of like hiding. You know, you, you have to yeah. catch them when they're coming out, you know, they right. were there, but they were kind of hiding, um, and it was just great. It was a great weekend, and uh, the cities are just happy. So anyhow, I'm I'm looking forward to telling you that guys that all of our for our listeners uh, next I buy next year we should have an app that you can get in the app store, so you can get Ion Real Estate on the app store. I'll let you know exactly when, and uh, you then can just. Pick the parts you want to hear if you don't want to hear the whole show or you want to go back. Um, so I'm looking, I'm working on that right now. And uh, I'm looking That's forward. That's going to be great. That's yes. Be uh, so 
Jerry, my co-host, is with me, and Ace is with us, and we celebrated Ace's birthday together. I know. Yes. Thank you guys for taking me out for dinner. Yeah. It was amazing. He's, he's getting old. He's catching up to us. Getting yeah. old. And I wanted to ask him about his investment, because what are they up to now, Ace? The, uh, oh, the my God. The next day. It the back <laughs> Okay. I know. We were talking about it uh, during Would dinner. Would you explain? I mean, I... I even myself, I understand what they are, but I, uh, it's kind of a it's new currency. Hard to get your, yeah, but it's hard, hard to get your, get your arms around it. So <laughs> we're going to kind of tell you what a little bit about this new currency. Yeah. Uh, that's so, okay. It's it it actually just broke eleven thousand okay. dollars per Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> okay, per stuff. Bitcoin. Now, okay. But it started maybe a year ago at what maybe it was four dollars a share or something like that. Or? Yeah. So this this it, it's been going on for I would say the last six seven years, right? So in two thousand twelve, um, it actually broke right around four hundred dollars. But but people actually bought Bitcoin um, on the cents, right? So you know. Okay. There, well, would you explain to our listeners? Yeah. Because it's hard to wrap your arms around this. What it exactly is. It's a currency, but what is exactly? A, it's a currency that. So, so Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency, um, and it's called blockchain. So, blockchain, basically, uh, what it means is it's really difficult to hack into. So, there's this phenomenon on on folks purchasing Bitcoin or different type of cryptocurrencies, and the reason why it's so valuable, especially with Bitcoin, is that there's only a finite amount, um, you know, in this universe of Bitcoins, right? So, if you think about it, you know, if if you compare it to the currency of the dollar, you know the government is c consistently able to print more more dollars if they needed to borrow, or if they needed to, if they had debt. But with Bitcoin, there's only a finite amount. So whoever's purchasing these bitcoins, you know, there's only there's only a finite amount that they can actually use as currency. So the value just continues to go up and up. And the ethos behind it is that it will be the currency of the future. And that's all you guys really need to know for now. Okay, yeah, we can. <laughs> so. yeah, but, yeah, Jerry, I think you and I should really uh, consult with uh, Ace since we would have uh, made a lot of money if we had <laughs> listened Well, hindsight, as they say, is twenty twenty. Look, it's a belief. Um, you know, it's not regulated, it, so, so I don't want to no, encourage no, folks there's to. There's no guarantees in <laughs> life, but what I do suggest everyone do is, like, open your mind to hear a lot of people's points of view. I tend to find that people gravitate to stay around people that think like that, and think like them. So, yeah, yeah, you know, you you because yeah. you feel like you fit in if someone thinks like you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but well, you're also but, correct. But, but I also think it's good, like if you're, you know, a baby boomer, hang out with some millennials or your kids or your grand, or mm -hmm. if you're a millennial, hang around with people sometimes older. Or yeah. if you're from, I just took a, a ride from a guy. What a wonderful kid. He was from Pakistan, and he told me that he was, uh, his father was, that he grew up in real estate in Pakistan, which I was trying to understand how, how real estate works there, but not, it doesn't work like here. He said, you don't need a license, and anybody can sell real estate, and I guess if you put two people together, I guess you figure out who pays you, or sometimes they both pay you, but they also have a fleet of cars, and he really wants to eventually get into real estate. And, uh, of course, I gave him my card, and he was so bright. And I said to him, oh, we were just talking about, I, I, I think I said, you know, what do you think of New York? Because he's been here four years. His English was better than mine. Uh, I said, he said, well, you know, I love Pakistan, but I don't think I could go back there full time anymore. And I said, well, don't you think that the city 
is kind of a great place in the sense that everybody, like every nationality, every language, I mean, everybody's here, and somehow they make it work and get along. And he said, yeah. He said, because, and I said, I always tell people on the radio show that we should be happy that we're in a country where we don't have to agree with people's opinions, but we're allowed to have our opinions. And when I told him that, he said to me, yeah, like where I'm from, if you don't agree with Islam or if you don't agree with the government, they'll kill you. So I think that we should all be thankful about that, that we live yeah. in, in a oh, place definitely. where we can. Uh, every, every day we are. Before we get off Bitcoin, though, I just want to go back to something. First of all, we're not endorsing Bitcoin. We're just explaining it to <laughs> our viewers. We're just explaining it because yes. it's a, a little, new, it's little a legal caveat here. Um, but, you know, one of the – so I, I've read a lot about it. I've watched a lot of documentaries on it. Um, and, what you know, the, the flip side of it is what gives it value? What gives it inherent value? The fact that there's only, you know, a, a finite – number of them doesn't so what's the inherent value of it like the inherent value of of dollars is that you need them to pay your taxes the u.s government won't take payment for your taxes in anything other than well, dollars. therefore pennies what right, but those yeah but that's a form of dollar right, right so it's right. a it's a currency it's that a currency. is required yeah. to pay your taxes that's the basis of our of our economic system but what gives bitcoin inherent value that's what i could never kind of get my hands around so did you get your hands around it no, I never, <laughs> I never, I never heard, a, heard a satisfactory explanation of it. Okay, so but, I but haven't gotten my hands around yeah. either, other than the fact that when you have them, you own them, and nobody else can use them, and the only way you can get them is if I sell them to you. Correct. So, so basically, if it, let's assume it becomes a currency um, for the future, and there's only you know a number of Bitcoin, then again, you know the um, the value of each Bitcoin becomes that much more. Because if you are using it for trade, and it's a currency, it's it's a form of currency, then you know each each big. It relies on worth. the assumption that everybody agrees. Exactly. This is all on has. a belief system. Okay, folks. we're not yes. telling you to go buy so. them. We're just trying right. to get our yes. arms around it. There was an article in um, U.S. Today on in their mm. money section on Thursday, and it says Bitcoin bubble, huge swings above mm -hmm. eleven thousand spurs debate on future. So. Um, we're just kind of getting our arms around it ourselves. Yeah. Obviously, Ace got his arms around it a while ago since he invested in it. And, uh, but, but we're just trying to get our arms around it. And I'm not 100% sure. Like, I, as I said to you, Jerry, I, maybe I'm trying to understand the value of it mm -hmm. myself. But it seems to be getting a lot of press. However, I always tell people, a lot of what you see if they hype things right, even if they're not, you know, it's all about how they hype things mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. have to keep, so, but we'll yeah. keep you posted. They are, they are expecting the Bitcoins to go up to $100,000. Yeah, so. I know. So like they're like <laughs> $10,000 now. So if that's true, you'd still be getting in at a good price, right? Yeah, 10x. But we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not promoting we're it. We're not so. promoting it one way or the other. You may, you may also want to Google the ostrich story. Uh, and it's a very, it's a fascinating economic um, study of what happened with the price of ostrich eggs. Uh, around the world. Mm. Well, you'll have uh, to they, tell us. They had, there was a bubble in ostrich eggs for a while, oh. and then they collapsed because they because the theory was that people would start eating ostrich meat until everybody realized it didn't taste very good. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, okay. But at one point, ostrich eggs were like crazy right. expensive. Because so you know that Jerry Feeney, our co-host and our legal expert, is here, and of course, you can call us at eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. And we'll all be broadcasting from Miami Beach next week. Um, 
Also, I my bathing suit. Do we have yeah. to wear a bathing suit? Where am I? We have, beach, of course, Ace, our pro mortgage pro and finance pro, and I think he's a pro in a lot of things. Uh, yeah. uh, who is vice president of Citizens Bank, and we want to thank again Citizens Bank for their continued support of this show. And Citizens has more than twelve hundred branches and thirty two hundred ATMs across eleven states in the Northeast. And they offer personal and business banking, student loans, home equity products, credit cards, and more. So if you've got any questions about mortgages, ACE is here to help. So you can give us a ring at 866-970-9622. And before I get into uh, the bulk of our show today, and uh, let me take a quick question from Barbara from Staten Island. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. Thank you for taking the call. Um, my husband and I have a question about the procedure and what our options are uh, for moving out before the end of our lease. We're seniors, 80 years old, and we have currently eight months remaining on our lease, but we have the opportunity. We've been researching um, uh, continuing care communities. Yes. And they've offered us an incentive to move in now. But with the eight months remaining on our lease, what are our options for breaking the lease at this point? Well, I'm not an attorney, but I think as long as you pay them. Well, I think you're you're trying to avoid paying them. But um, are you on a rent-stabilized lease, or is it just a free market lease? A free market. And how long have you been there? Uh, A little over a year. This is our second lease, so... uh, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, year and four months. Okay. You have a good relationship uh, with did. the landlord? Do you I'm have a good sorry? relationship with the landlord? Do you have a nice relationship with the it's landlord? It's a management company. Okay, so they, they don't care. Um, the, did you tell the continuing care community who's giving the incentive that in order to exercise the incentive, you'll have to break the lease early, and are they willing to throw something yes, in on they're that? Yes, they're aware of our situation. Uh, yeah. we, we haven't made any monetary commitments at this point verbally, yeah. but we would like to take advantage of moving right. into this particular community. Right. We've uh, uh, done quite a bit of research, and this one fits mm-hmm. our needs perfectly, but we two, uh, two do not about. want to pay for the next eight months right. of on, on the well, lease. But what I, incentive... I, 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 I'm Are, going to give you two pieces of advice, and then Dottie will uh, try yeah, to do Number one, okay. tell, the, tell the community, the continuing care facility, you know, love to take your opportunity. Um, it uh, fits our needs. We just can't right now because we got this obligation. So if you guys can help us and throw something into the pot on this eight-month obligation, then maybe we can come there. That's number one piece of advice. They've no, already no. Uh, have done that. They uh, have offered us three three months of rent of uh, okay. uh, uh, service fee. Okay. Um, uh, you know, they, they work, they're willing to work with us. Um, okay, so they've, they've thrown something. Okay, let me, let me just finish. They've thrown something into the pot. That's good, okay? But I would go back to them again and say, yeah, you know, it was very nice, but there's always more you can get on these deals. That's what people don't realize, that people always, you know, they're, they're not probably at the end of the line of what they can offer. I'd also then just call the management company and try to get somebody on the phone. Don't do this by email. And just say to them, first, understand the following, that you probably have no legal right to terminate this lease without finding a replacement, and that's something you don't want to bother with. So you acknowledge to them. You say, listen, I know I have this lease. First thing out of your mouth is, I know I have this lease obligation, but we're older and you know we need some help and we need to move into this continuing care facility, You know, kind of create the drama of the story and... and 
and why <laughs> you need to do it. And, you know, really, and will you, I will understand you, you completely. Know, yeah, will you give us a little bit of courtesy here? Since we're being honest and we're honest people, we always pay our debts. Will you let us out a little early? You know, we'll 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 get the apartment you know beautifully fixed up so you can show it. You see what I'm saying? So you're reaching out to both the new people who want you in the new place, the old people, treating everybody fairly and talking to them. Well, let me say this: mm-hmm. if the apartment is in demand and people are going to want it. Uh, more than likely, they'll let you out of it. Not that day, but you know, if 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 there's a waiting list or people want that apartment, then they'll work with you because as long as they get it rented, you know. So you can say to them, look, you know, we're willing to pay some of it. We're willing to start renting it now. Could we at least? And and uh, look, once they get a renter, I you know, I mean, they could hold you liable, but it would be bad PR. You're you know, I mean. Yeah. So I think if you just call them, and again, is the uh, apartment that you're living? Do you know if it's in demand or not? Or the people that want to be in it, or are they, are they a lot? A lot I'm of sorry. The, uh, the apartment that we're in is in a, a vintage building here on Staten Island. It's a beautiful apartment. We really, we hate to give it up, but you know, this is the next step that we have to take at our age. So. Um, uh, but is it in demand? Is what Dottie's saying is: Are there a lot of people looking and a uh, shortage of apartments, or um, or are there ten apartments available? Don't know. Um, mm-hmm. um, See, I, I, I before you go into the negotiation, that's important to know. That's what I think is going to make the difference because really, mm-hmm. I, I mean, for most part, I mean, could they stick you for the eight months? Yeah, but normally, if they get another renter. Well, you know, it, it shouldn't yeah. really make a difference to them as long as they, they're not out money and they don't want to be out money. And you'd have to give them due notice. So I would suggest that you call them and tell them you're thinking of moving out because you think at this point in your life it's a, it's a better option for you. But let me ask you this. What happens if you lose that apartment that you want? Would you stay in, the, in Staten Island or would you move to some other no, right now our um, the next step in our plan was to go into a continuing. We have some health issues that um, necessitate us leaving this apartment and going into a senior uh, facility where we would have additional help and more options available to us. Now, can I just ask one question? In doing some background. Um, uh, research on this, uh, we uh, came across something that said um, if you or your spouse is 62 years or older, uh, you might have the option to break a lease if you are relocating to a nursing home, senior housing, or other adult care facility. But it was a, a general, uh, you know, online mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we were trying to just gather some more additional information before yeah. we do go to the management yeah. company. We wanted to have some knowledge of what our options are. Right, right. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I'll ask uh, our uh, Corey Weiss, our landlord tenant guest. Uh, I'll, I'll email him and ask him that question. It's a good. One. I'm not sure if New York has that provision, although I think it's a good one. If we don't, yeah, we'll find out for you so that yeah. you can ask. But more than likely, I mean, more than likely, I, I think under the circumstances, if you tell them you're not well and you're going to have to move out and, and, and this new place is going to subsidize some of it, as long as they can rent it. The, the, and that's yeah. kind of key. Like if, they, if it's a hard rental, that's a different story. 
But we're going to find out that for you. And if you want, Jerry, you think we can find out by next week? We can call you. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll email them. When yeah, we're in we'll Miami, we'll let you know or we'll email you. If you leave your email, we'll give you the answer to that. I think we have a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. You're invited to the premiere of Jewish News Night with host Larry Gordon, editor and publisher of the Five Towns Jewish Times, starting Saturday night at 9, featuring analysis and dialogue on matters of interest to the worldwide Jewish community. That's Saturday night at 9 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, host of Ask the Lawyer and published in New York Magazine's top-rated lawyers. Whether assisting a client with drafting a will or trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, nursing home plan, or other matter, Connors & Sullivan's goal is always the protection of their clients' rights and interests. Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, has dedicated attorneys that can help you with estate planning, elder law, and probate. They listen to their clients to learn about their families, their financial picture, and their long-term goals to create a comprehensive plan to meet your objectives. They assist with the complex tax matters that are often involved in estate planning and probate. Contact Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, with offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Midtown Manhattan, and Staten Island to schedule a free consultation with an attorney. 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And listen to Ask the Lawyer right here every Saturday evening at 6. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo on the radio. You heard me talking about spider crickets in my basement. They were so creepy to me. Well, a package arrived at my doorstep from Plug-In Pest Free. Well, I plugged in my pest-free pro, and now my pest problems are a thing of the past. The spider crickets are gone. It was that simple. Plug-in pest-free is completely non-toxic, environmentally friendly, no fumes, no smell, no fuss, no mess. Plus, it's long-term and cost-effective. Forget about those expensive ongoing yearly chemical treatments. Your plug-in pest-free pro has a one-time cost of only $249, saving you a ton of money. Visit GoPestFree.com. That's GoPestFree.com. Promo code Joe20 for 20% off and free shipping. GoPestFree.com. Promo code Joe20 before this offer expires. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Hi, this is Chris King. Join Greg Picker and me Monday night at 7.30 when the New York Islanders travel to Sunrise, Florida to face off with the Panthers. Right here on your home for Islanders hockey, AM 970, The Answer. An important message from Medicare. It's Medicare Open Enrollment, now through December 7th. Time to go online and look at all your Medicare plan choices. Like prescription drug plans and Medicare Advantage plans from private insurers. Look for lower costs, more benefits. I'm open to that. Every year, plans change. So can your health needs. Open to something better? Start today. Use the tools at Medicare.gov. Or call 1-800-MEDICARE. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Pain relief is here, and it's natural. You don't need all the negative side effects of ibuprofen when you have Relief Factor. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients, gives your body the help it needs to fight recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need Relief Factor. How do I know? Because I know. Because I've tried it. I've taken it. I'm thrilled with the results from Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. I take a packet in the morning, a packet in the evening. My lower back pain 
gone. This stuff really works. And in fact, 80% of people who try the three-week quick start, which is the introductory offer, buy it again. 80%. So what do you have to lose except 20 bucks? Give it a shot. The 1995 uh, three-week quick start is waiting for you at relieffactor.com. If you don't think it's for you afterwards, that, just let them know and you're only out 20 bucks. But think of what life could be like without any pain. Relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 for Relief Factor. It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. That's the number, 866-970-9622. And by the way, Ace, I had a question for you. I guess they passed, I, I think they passed it late last night, the tax bill. Senate's uh, version, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, part of it. And the big financial news last week, aside from the new tax package, was that the gross domestic product increased in the third quarter, yeah. continuing surge of more than 3.3%. The stock market had a very good week as well. So, Ace, it looks like they're going to dismantle the tight regulations of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Uh, we talked about that a year ago. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay, so what do you think? I think... I think that word dismantle, right? Um, I don't know if they're looking to, to dismantle it, but you know it is loosening up. Meaning that you know, with the banks experiencing less, less and less defaults, I, I think the percentage rate was less than one percent defaults, right? So we are seeing a lot more um, transactions performing really, really well. And um, I mean, look, you still need to have good credit to have pristine rates, but we are seeing banks open up. Ninety-five percent financing. Okay, you know that's good. Ninety percent financing remember? up to two million dollars. So, okay. it is very, very healthy. Yes, and just remember, credit is king. Credit so is keep king. Your credit good. Yes. Um, over the last twelve months, home prices have increased about six point two percent nationally. Of course, they're higher in certain places and lower in certain others, but it's about that nationally. Uh, by the way, just in case you're interested. Jerry, I thought you would like this one. Today is National Mutt Day. National Mutt, mutt? Day. Yes. Adopt Why I like it? a mutt. My, my, my dogs are not mutts. I know yours, you but I think you oh. should adopt a mutt also. Oh, oh, I thought you were insinuating. I think you should just have pedigrees. <laughs> I think you should adopt a mutt also and save a life. Okay? Yes, well, that, that I agree with, yeah. Okay, so I think that's a good thing. And on this day, December 2nd in 1939, LaGuardia Airport opened its doors, and people have been waiting in line ever since. Yeah, and they haven't changed a thing <laughs> since 1939. And, of course, LaGuardia is finally being renovated. I don't know how long that might take, 10 years or yeah. so. But it's a temporary nightmare. Oh, uh, it's – no, that nightmares <laughs> eventually come to an end. It is – have you been over there and tried to – and then American gave all the pilots uh, Christmas off. That's great, too. So um, so that you won't have to worry about traffic jams because the planes will be flying. But have you been over there lately? It's just impossible to get oh, yeah, in. Yeah, that's why I, I always fly out of LaGuardia, even though it's like the, I think it's one of the most dangerous airports to fly out of. I <laughs> always do. I like um, Newark. I think Newark's easy to get in. Yeah. I, I like, I, it's too big. I'm going to Stewart, too, because I'm up near And Stewart. by the way, tomorrow moving. night is a rare super moon. Just so you know, it's a rare super moon. It's called that because the moon will look huge in the sky since it's actually the closest it's going to be to Earth during a full moon for the next 
20 years. So if you have your iPhones, mm-hmm. and I don't, I guess you could look at the moon. It's also called the cold moon because this is when really frigid weather sets in, which we're Lovely. expecting cold weather soon. It was cold this morning. Okay. So now I want to give you a few fun things because I'm in the mood to have a little fun. <laughs> okay. Now, this was... You might believe this, you might not. There might be some truth to it, there might not. But if you look at secrets of street names and home values, they say that first names are better than numbers. So if you have a a name street, it's better than a number street. They like lanes are better than streets. So if you have, like if your your street is such and such lane rather than street, Mm -hmm. it's a plus. Yeah, so so Fifth Avenue is not a good address for value under this theory. Well, under this theory, well. (laughs) Okay, third, (laughs) unusual names are better than common names. So, again, Fifth Avenue would be common, wouldn't it? So they're wrong about that. Very common. Main Street is very common. Yeah, okay. And they say that, but I do know people like lanes. That I do know. Um, And, again, it depends on, okay, and only three cities where name streets don't have the upper hand. And the three, okay, so the three streets where the named streets don't have the upper hand are Atlanta and New York, mm-hmm. okay, so, and something in Denver. So I guess here it's it's not, as in New York, it's, it's not like the rest of the country. In many ways. Yes. Now, Main Street, nationwide, homes on streets named Main Street are worth 4% less than the average U.S. home. Do you buy this kind of stuff? These I don't know. Studies? I mean, I don't you, know if you know one what? causes make, no. the other, you know. Boulevards right. and avenues include the most homes on the average, while courts and lanes include the fewest. Well, I know from my own personal real estate experience, if you say such and such a court opposed mm-hmm. to such and such a boulevard, people assume a boulevard is busy. Yeah. And so yeah. a court they assume is not and so then sometimes that'll be more value because they don't usually, you know, they like a little quiet street. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, is what, what you're looking for, right? Well, it depends. But most people, when they buy homes, are, are, are kind of, I would say on the average, if you have a home that's on a busy, busy street, unless you're in Queens or someplace like all the streets are busy, I mean, I, I just think mm-hmm. it's usually less. Hmm. Especially, in the suburbs, especially in the uh, suburbs. Especially in the suburbs. And if you have a home that's by a school or your the, the your yard, the fire department is next door, you know. Yeah, yeah. People might want to not hear that sound. Okay, so you know it's just kind of now that also they tell you that that okay, listen, you don't want to have an, an you could have an uncommon name, but these are weird names of streets, and I want to know Jerry and Ace, and if you're interested, if you're our caller. <laughs> If you would move into a house, okay, because these are real streets. How <laughs> about this? Way. Okay. Psychopath Street. No. No, it's psycho- it. oh, sure. I feel like City, sometimes Michigan, my office USA. is there. Would you live on Psychopath Street? <laughs> yes, Sorry, I think we have offices on those streets. I yeah. would, but they would think it was a joke. No, maybe they would think it was yeah. a joke. If I said, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, where do you live, Donnie? Oh, I live on mm-hmm. Psychopath Street. Right, well, right at the end like, of Psychopath okay. Lane, yeah. How about there's a real street, and it's in uh, Pennsylvania, and it's called Divorce Court. (laughs) Where are you going? I'm going to Divorce Court. Yeah. Okay, then there's, I guess this is a plus, in North Carolina, Awesome Street. Mm. And then, of course, in Virginia, there's Frying Pan Road. Mm. 
Yeah, that sounds like a trailer park. Uh, <laughs> or something like that frying pan. Road. Then there's in Connecticut, Roast Meat Hill Road. Roast Meat Connecticut. Hill. Connecticut has great names. Yeah, and, that's, you know, a, very, that's, very, not that's a terrible name. Yeah. Roast. How say about it again? roast beef? Ro- no, roast meat. Roast oh, roast, roast meat. meat Hill Road. Oh, God, okay, no. that's bad. And <laughs> in Idaho, <laughs> Chicken Dinner Road. <laughs> oh, that's my place, Chicken Dinner. <laughs> then there's the the Drive in in Pennsylvania. Yeah, okay, I know some people that should live there. So okay, duh, well, duh. Yeah. and then I like this one, <laughs> Pillow Talk Court in Las Vegas. <laughs> Well, that's probably one of those, you know, love hotel places in Vegas. Yeah, but don't you think they're kind of fun? It's lovely. Yeah, All right. Lovely. So I, I like the roast do you think meat somebody, one the best. I think do you think somebody would not move in to a street <laughs> if it was Psychopath Avenue? I I think there yeah, are people that's... that should move to those places, but I would But maybe some people might find it interesting. Because we're totally normal. So. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of think Daddy, it has a ring to it. Let Daddy, me Jim... Did what? you see before you do that? Jim Neighbors died. Did you see that? I could do my Jim Neighbors impersonation. Oh, could for you? you? Well, first well, of all, though, golly! I know that how yeah, I know how young you are, Jerry. But if you know Jim Neighbors, you can't be that young because he was Gomer oh. Pyle. Yeah, Gomer Pyle. I know Ace doesn't though, right? Do you remember Gomer Pyle Ace? Do you no. know who we're talking about? Nope. I no. don't. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> he had a great voice too. Yeah, Jim he Neighbors did. had he a did. nice he singing did. voice. He was, he, was a, he was a he was a nice guy. Well, I used to like Gomer. We loved him. Yeah, I like Gomer Pyle. It was a good show. Okay, let me take a quick question from Stella from New York City. Good morning, Stella, and happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, Dodie. We have met you and Derry through Esther Sebastian's, and it's always nice, informative, and thank you, like always. Give uh, Esther a hug. I love Esther. Stella, do you get tired of people yelling, uh, Stella, when they hear your name, or do you like it still? Um, Makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's, you know, uh, sometimes greets me like that, Jerry. So yeah. I know you from uh, those uh, gatherings as well, and I love you both mm-hmm. very much, Dodi and Thank you, and, uh, you Jerry. Well, I'd like you. to you waste more of your time with my funny Greek accent here. So yeah. I'd like, please, if you can give me some information about um, the rights of condo owners, because it's a fact in New York, as I hear, there are, you know, some boards, they do things with finances, or they believe that they do good for the coal uh, building, although they do quite the opposite. And since they have some expertise in the, this type of thing, and they see the board that doesn't do good things, and also they try to keep out people like me, I would like to ask you if they come up with a capital plan that they are planning to do it, and I was trying to assist. All right, Stella, I- Stella, Stella, do me a favor. We have to take a commercial break. Stay on the line, and we'll do two minutes, a commercial break, and then Jerry will answer your question. All right, just stay on the line. We have to cut for a break. We'll be right back. Sellers, stay on the line. This week on Champions of Justice, the topic on the table is lawyers, trial lawyers. You know, the people politicians love to talk about. Tom Girardi and Jack Girardi talk with attorney David Battaglia about the difference between a good lawyer and a bad lawyer and how your lawyer's reputation can affect your case in court. It's an eye-opener. Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. 
planning a holiday, office, or corporate party? How about a family get-together, birthday party, dinner party, or black tie event? DR Catering, the official caterer of AM970 The Answer, will create a custom menu that fits your taste and style and offer unique and extensive menus, custom-made for your specific needs. With expert consultation from setup to cleanup, the professional and friendly staff at DR Catering will be with you every step of the way, from budget planning, staffing, and location selection to floral design and decor. See your party come to life. Featuring traditional family-style food as well as following the latest food trends, DR Catering is dedicated to satisfying all your dietary needs. DR Catering also specializes in social, corporate, and pharmaceutical catering. Let them cater your next business lunch. To make your event a memorable one, call Dominic at 201-673-7380. That's 201-673-7380 or visit them online at drcatering.com. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Gain practical experience with emerging technology and equipment not found in the civilian world. The Army National Guard can get you started in an array of STEM-related career fields such as information technology, communication systems, special forces engineers, technical engineering, air traffic control, and chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear science. Get a head start on your career in an exciting new field while earning money to pay for college, all while serving in your own community. Log on to NationalGuard.com or talk to a recruiter in your area to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. I'm back. That little voice inside your head. We both know going to Office Depot Office Max for 50% off print services is super smart. And your biz could use an Epson printer for $70 off. Now $79.99. Plus 50% off signs and banners? Oh, you deserve this. So let's go. Office Depot Office Max. Taking care of business. Offers end 1118. Limit one. Get 50% off coupon in store or visit officedepot.com slash save. Finding the right holiday gift can be so stressful unless you're giving impressive, personalized, and unique gifts to your family, friends, and clients from Pompeii Gift Baskets, a family-owned business in New Jersey with a history of inspiring joy with delicious foods and drinks. Pompeii Gift Baskets specialize in providing a wide array of customizable gift baskets featuring luxury wines, champagnes, beer, coffee, tea, decadent snacks, chocolate truffles, cookies, and more. Wine and liquor bottles can even be engraved with a special message, photo, or logo. Basket themes are personalized and can range anywhere from elegant and chic to masculine or sports themed go to pompeygiftbaskets.com to create your custom order or call daniela she'll work within any budget to get your gift just right down to including kosher options if needed delivery is available throughout the u.s from single baskets or bottles to large corporate orders to create your custom gift call pompey gift baskets at 888-272-0220 that's 888-272-0220 or visit pompeygiftbaskets.com that's pompey p-o-m-p-e-i giftbaskets.com It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO Dottie Herman. We're back and of course you're listening to I on Real Estate with my co-hosts Jerry and Ace and we cover everything from finance to Real estate to real estate law to 
gossip to uh, trends and Stella's on the line <laughs> and I'm trying to capsule I'm trying to summarize what her question was she was asking a question about condos and what yeah. are the re rights to condos Stella is that it yes I just want to be a little more punctual because I was too proud to go into this uh, into the subject my question is in a condominium in Manhattan with 35 units, is it legal for the board a capital expense plan to pass it with the proxies that they have acquired or they have to vote again because it's a big financial expense mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. vote between the owners again? Right. So, what is the law there? So what, what a co-op and condo can do with respect to uh, expenditures is all dictated by their what we call their bylaws. So the rules of how they can pass something like that, that depends on the specific bylaws, which are in the Declaration of Condominium, which is a publicly available document if you look online in the city's ACRA system. So, you know, but in general, um, capital expenditure plans can be approved by the board of directors. You know, there's usually no requirement for any kind of a, a, a shareholder vote or a unit owner vote or a supermajority vote. Some have provisions in them that if it's uh, if it exceeds a certain threshold, then yes, then the unit owners have to convene and there has to be a quorum. And if there's a quorum, then they can vote on it. Proxies, just to explain what a proxy is, is a very common situation in corporate world where if you have you know ten thousand shareholders, the likelihood of getting them all together to vote on anything is pretty low. So well, what I can do is I can sign a proxy that says that I appoint someone else to be my voter for me, and I instruct them to vote yay or nay on this particular issue. And that's, a, that's called a proxy vote. And if those are properly gathered and the declaration permits for proxies, then yes, that's a perfectly valid uh, corporate um, uh, act when they do that. I see. You started, you started earlier, though, about saying, can they keep out someone like you before the break? Is that what I heard you say? Excuse me, I didn't hear you. Did you say something you said, Larry, because I have a before, bad connection now? Yeah. Hello. Bef yes. What did you, you ask hear me? Us, Stella? Can, can you hear yeah, us? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. What, what was the question, please? Before Before the break, did you say something like, "Can condos keep out people like me"? Did I hear that, or did I hear you wrong? Then, no, you heard it because I heard it. I, that's what I said because I yeah. have a background that I am really yeah. a little aware about uh, construction and everything. I have a background that I have studied that. Yeah. So sometimes when I try to get into the board, you know, just getting there, my buy or whatever, even the company said they never received it, they said it by email, and then now some of the people here in the building, they say, oh, come on, Stella, why you don't get it? And I do, because I have invested in the rest, I have my money here, and the condo devalues compared to the area, because last year they did something that it wasn't appropriate with the balconies. So I was wondering, and I sent now a letter, they don't reply to me or whatever, because I say, please, 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 I want to offer my services for free here, there. I have the expertise. I gave them the, my bio, and they don't reply to me. So I was wondering what are the legalities behind that, because it's... Well, let me, let, okay, let, okay let, I, got, yes. I got it. So first of all, like a condo cannot um, prevent someone from buying in a building. A condo can only exercise a right of first refusal generally, and not every condo even has that right. But uh, buying, what that means buying, is... Buying, serving that, on the board. Serving the well, serve, serve, serve on okay. the board. Oh, serving on the board. Serving on the board. Yeah, not, very, not buying, very, very simple. Serving the okay. board and okay, value. Me, 
Okay. Serving of the board. Stella. Okay, okay, okay. Stella, Stella you got to let me answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So serving on the board is you run for the board of directors. There is a procedure for running for the board of directors. It's just like, uh, you know, running for your school board when you were in school. You, you run a campaign. You convince people who are eligible, which are other unit owners, that at the shareholders meeting vote for me. Um, and if you get enough votes, you'll be on the board. Very simple. No one can be prohibited from, from running on the board just because they don't like you. Uh, but whether then you, you win have or to not win. is another issue. Yeah. So you have to make friends on, of other people that are going to be voting. Yeah. 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 But I would okay. vote for you. Okay. Thank you so much. Stella, have a good, good weekend. Luck, Stella. And say hi yeah. to uh, Esther. Happy holidays and thank you for the You're clarification welcome. of the whole matter. Thank you both so You're much. Welcome. Thank you. Take I care, have Stella. Rich from New Jersey. Hi, Rich. <laughs> Hey, Dottie. Hey, everybody. How's everything? Happy Good. holidays. Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays to you. I have an update on my condo situation down the shore. Oh, yeah. Eastside I Heights. remember. Yes, I remember. remember. Yeah. I actually, I tried emailing you, but the link didn't work, and it I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm talking to you so guys now. Update. So yeah. here's what I did. I actually was able to contact someone who is interested in renting my unit. However... Yeah. This is the doozy. They're both handicapped, okay? And I do not have a handicap-friendly unit. But these people are very – they got their heart set on my place. And I met with them. I I said, listen, you know, I got to make sure that my unit is appropriate for you. I don't want to discriminate against anybody. I want to create a win-win situation. So – their family lives in Barnegat, which is really close by. They say there's a Kessler Institute that's nearby. They have aides that will come and take no, care no. of them. But t- tell us what so, they need in your unit. Don't they need the, like they need those rails and the bathroom? Well, what do they need? Did you ask them what they need? They, well, they just need. I got to put. I'm going to put like a little rail, like a, a, an access bar next to the toilet, so that he can. The, the one gentleman can mm-hmm. stand up. They don't. They're not in wheelchairs. They just walk mm-hmm. very, very slowly. The the one mm-hmm. the one woman she's uh, she's uh, I think she has a little bit of Down syndrome, and then uh, her boyfriend uh, he got hit by a car a few years ago and he's not he just can he can walk but very slowly mm-hmm. he's messed up but they're very very nice. But wait a second, let me ask very, you a question, Jerry. This is a legal yeah. question. These people are buying the house from you directly, Renting, right? or is they it rent it, or they want to rent, rent it? it. Uh, so uh, are they with an organization, or are they doing this on their own? They're doing it on their own. Uh, the, the one woman's brother is going to act as her power of attorney to make sure she's not mentally – she doesn't have the mental capacity. She's very mm-hmm. nice, but she, she has a little bit of Down syndrome. So to make, it, to make a long story short, I had my attorney draft a document saying that, you know, they understand it's not a handicap-friendly unit but they still want to move in. And I don't want to deny them the opportunity, but at the same time, you know, I want to make sure if God forbid anything has to happen, I don't want to go to prison. No, you're right. And I don't know legally what your liability is on a rental. See, if you sold them the house, that's one thing. But if you're rental, I know when I rent something, I have to, it's on my dollar that I have to make it legally, and and this is a commercial, but I have to make it legally accessible (laughs) to handicap. Now, if you're renting something, I don't know if it's on your dollar that you have to make it legal for them or not. And I don't have All that. Right, well, 
According well, let me, to the let me, American Disability Act, it, it, I do not have to pay to uh, to do any renovations to make it handicap friendly to them. Oh, okay. That would, yeah, that's me, not hold, something let, I have to do. Yeah, My let, concern let, is that the bathroom doesn't have a five foot radius in it, so you could wheelchair around. That's the whole discrepancy. So okay, let me let me you know, let me let me get it, let me get in here because. Um, go ahead, go ahead. But before before you you know the Americans with Disabilities Act is one law that would be applicable in your situation but you also have to look at state and local law which is your new jersey as i recall and see if the yeah. municipality has any additional regulations okay so when renting to someone with a disability the general rule under the americans with disabilities act is that you have to um, permit the tenant at their own expense to make a reasonable accommodation to uh, facilitate their disability and upon their exit from the lease they have to pay to undo. So, for example, if I have a house and I'm a person I'm renting it to has a disability that they're confined to a wheelchair, they might say to me, I need to install a ramp on the front of the house, and when I leave, I'll pay to take it out. I can't, as the landlord, say, you can't do that. I must allow them to do that. That's right. different than, that's different than, and again, this is only the federal law, state and local may supplement this. That's different than someone coming to my house and saying, Gee, the door jams here are not 32 inches. They're 30. In the old days, the door jams were a little narrower. I can't fit my standard U.S. wheelchair through here. You, you have no legal obligation, generally, under the federal law, to make that, to retrofit that, unless you are first coming to residential occupancy after 1991. So, for example, if you previously didn't have a residential certificate of occupancy, the building might be 100 years old, but you were using it as office space. And then last year you decided, yeah, I'm going to change it now to residential occupancy. Well, now that's different because now you're first coming into residential occupancy after the operative date. Now you must have Conform. standard. You must have conforming standards to meet certain um, requirements for building codes. But you, there is no federal obligation to retrofit if you were in consistent residential occupancy from that date. So it does matter when. This condo was built. Do you know when it was built? Okay, so it was converted to condos back in the early 80s. So that definitely is grandfathered so in. I think I'm you're, good at that. Probably okay. Remember, I'm a, licensed, I'm a licensed real estate agent in New Jersey. All right? Hurrah! I'm in the world now, but I have a half a brain, okay? So, you know, I have an should, idea what I'm talking about. find the other half, My though. significant other, she handles a lot a of Section 8 tenants. Knows. She works for someone in Fort Lee, uh -huh. and he has thousands of units that are all uh, rent-controlled, and... I hear horror stories at the dinner table every night about people who don't pay their rent and then, you know, eight, ten months later, you know, with all the legal fees trying to get them out. Well, so that's, that's a true. whole other conversation. Yeah, Rich. I could even, yeah. All I can tell you is we had a show on that, like, about renting, and a guy called in, and I'll never forget it because he could have been a comedian. He yeah. was, a woman didn't pay the rent. <laughs> Okay, and he kept on going to court, and he said he was like the criminal, okay, yeah. even though she was at fault. And it took him so long. And, of course, and I, I, I don't want to make a blanket statement, but when there's kids or there's dis people with disabilities, I, I think the judges are less, you know, they don't want to throw somebody in the streets as quickly as, I mean, so. But, you know, getting someone out of a rental is a process no matter what. So maybe you can... Maybe they could guarantee it a couple of months ahead of time or something like that. Yeah, but, but let, me just, let me just make, but let me just suggest that you can't, 
impose different standards on these people than you would on, any on other anybody. Renter. So what right. are you taking so a month yeah. or two months in advance? Whatever, and whatever the law allows too. Oh, Certain I, municipalities don't allow more than one month. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah, I don't know Jersey. Yeah, you have to check that. All right. So what, then, 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 if you, I, I guess what you'd have to do is if these people want it, um, and they have the means to pay for it, because you're allowed to find out their, you know, their financial. I already ran a, I ran a credit check on them. And the guarantor has good credit. They have guaranteed income, which is a big bonus. And, you know, I want to help them. They're very nice. I think and, that's great. I, you know, I think, and, you know, I have a friend who he rents for a long, long time. And he told me, he goes, Rich, he goes, you know, you're never going to get them out because they're disabled. And I'm like, well, think about it this way. What if you have a person who gets into a car accident and becomes disabled while they're renting from you? Listen, no, you're, 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 you're a friend. You're, your friend just gave you very bad and illegal advice. You cannot do that. Okay, so you have to be very careful. You're also a real estate broker. You know this because you take yeah. uh, continuing in. You can't do that. You have to treat people yeah. uh, under the law. If you're going to be a landlord, you want to enter into that business. It's a regulated industry. You have to treat people without regard to their disability, and that's you know also kind of the right thing to do. These sound like great that's potential right. tenants, so I'd, I'd get them in I there. I think and get so. Them rent. I would yeah, get them yeah. in there. I'd give them yeah. a you know a lease of a whatever a couple of years, and uh, you know then. But I think that they'll be so thrilled, and you have a guarantee, and I think that they'll be thrilled. And you know what? Yeah. I think they'll make great tenants without even knowing them if they're if they're that excited to be in it. Yeah, I think they, that's wonderful. They really. I, I got that warm and fuzzy feeling when I met with them because I Good. just met with them on a Sunday a few weeks ago, and I, you know we went to the unit just because I wanted to make sure that it was appropriate for them and that they were comfortable. And well, Rich, you know, that, that was good that of you. Was, you know, and then we went from there. Then we filled out the credit app and the uh, the rental application, and, and we you got the ball rolling. So let us know how it know, goes after you after you do it. I let will. It. I will. Please do that. Can I get your email address before we go? Because I was unable to get a, a valid email address for you so that we could radio. communicate off air. Radio is it? Radio show or radio? I'm changing radio. it next year. It's too long. But um, <laughs> I think we're a radio <laughs> show at element.com. I am. I you gave think a we lot would of know. But it, Let's stay on for the producer. He'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. I think Thank you so much. All right. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay? And listen, if I we don't like talk to you before the holidays, Rich, have a happy. Yes, you too. Be Thanks. safe and enjoy, okay? We will. Well, Thanks. we might not behave, but we'll enjoy. Thanks. Behave? That's not, <laughs> that. oh, We're going oh. to Miami next week. Doesn't that yeah, we can't tell us that? There. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, we, I guess, are breaking for the news, and then we have a lot of great topics on how to sell your house during this time and uh, some perks that you can negotiate in the lease. Um, and we have some financial news for you. We'll be right back after the 11 o'clock news. Uh, see you in like about two minutes, three minutes. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.